Hello, thanks so much for tuning in to our podcast. I'm Michael Grant, Senior Pastor of Faith Worship Center International right here in Columbus, Georgia. Today, I'd like to share a word straight from God that's just for you. I hope you're prepared. Grab your pen, paper, your tablet. Most importantly, grab your Bible, your sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And let's prepare to take notes on what God has to share with you on today. I'm excited for you because you're about to grow to a greater place of faith in God. Let's tune into the word. Somebody say life in God's word. It's important that we do that. It's important that we live our lives in the word of God. We learned last week because God created us to live or dwell in his word. Uh, when the storms rage and the winds blow, if our lives are built upon the word of God, it is in that place that we're able to be sustained in the good times, in the bad times, in the indifferent times, in old seasons, in new seasons, in borrowed seasons, in blue seasons. I'm just teasing. I just figured y'all trying to see if y'all were with me today, you know, gauging the audience, right? <laughs> but it's important that we lock into life in God's word. Today, uh, it's important for us to also know that we are in the year of the spoken word. So anytime you hear God uh, emphasize his word, we must understand the time and season that we're living in. This is still the year of the spoken word, and we are specifically in a decade of declarations where the heavens are open to hear and assist with whatever comes out of our mouths. So the best way I see it, guys and gals, is if if we are what's coming out of our mouths is is important, then I want to make sure that what's in me is not just in me, but it's on me. It flows through me. I'm saturated with it. That way, even when I'm not even thinking about what's coming, if I'm talking in my sleep, I'm releasing the word of God. Anybody understand that? And so the word is important. It's important for us to do that. And, uh, and yet we live in a time where it seems like the word of God is not as important in the world as we know it. I mean, you think about it. Uh, the world has been going through a pandemic for the last, since the month, well, it's, goodness, since the end of 2019 to present day and time, or to this present date. And a very few people in the world have, in leadership positions, have, have said, hey, let's look to the word of God. Didn't God create the world? Very few people in the world that God created that's supposed to belong to him and everybody in it that belongs to him, they refuse to acknowledge or even seek guidance or counsel from God. They don't even seek guidance or counsel from the church, which is God's representative in the earth. Those who have been called out of the darkness of the world, who are supposed to be bearers of the light, the answer, and the truth, it's almost as if we're unimportant. Watch. We are non-essential. In this world that God created, and we're the ones who he called out of darkness into his light to be the light of the world. So it's, 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 it's difficult. If you're honest with yourself, it's, 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 darn right, it's downright hard to, to be a, an open, vocal Christian in this day and age if you don't expect any opposition. 
This, we live in a time now that, that the world will acknowledge the name God, but I'm persuaded that it's more like uh, in, in Greece when Paul visited in, in, uh, on Mars Hill, as he called it in, Matthew, in Acts chapter 17, around verse 28, where they worship the unknown God. They don't know who they're worshiping. They just, they're, they're just saying different things. And until they acknowledge the name of Jesus, I'm not going to jump on that bandwagon about in God we trust. What God we trusted in. Because the God that I serve said, if any pestilence come nigh your dwelling, it will do you no harm. But if you refuse to acknowledge him as the word, as the answer, then you, you, you're going you're to fall short. And so point being, it's difficult being a believer in this day and age. And yet it's important for us to know that uh, we cannot fall prey to that suggestion, to those seducing spirits that try and make us believe that God is not relevant. Somebody say, don't don't buy the hype. No, no, no. I, I, I get, you know, I get that, you know, there are, there are things that, that give us a level of understanding. But again, I say it over and over again. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. When man's wisdom fails us, the word of God forever stands. And so I want to encourage you today to uh, not be overcome with opposition, but to press into life in the word of God. Come on, somebody say, I need to press into the word. And when I hear the term press, by definition, it means that I am forcefully moving into position. Again, I am forcefully moving into position. Somebody say press. Uh, when I talk about forceful, it brings me to uh, the reality or it denotes that there is some opposition present. That means that I'm not just going to tiptoe through the tulips and get into this position. I'm not just going to haphazardly stumble and fall into the word of God, but there are forces that specifically don't want me to be my best self. So those forces definitely don't want me spending time in or meditating upon or reading God's word. No, sir, no ma'am. Jesus said it this way in Matthew chapter 11 verse 12. He said, from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence. There it is again it has been forcefully fought because all of the forces of darkness from the principalities from the rulers of darkness from the from the powers and rulers of darkness of this present age and spiritual wickedness in high places they who you cannot see are working within the airwaves and I know that sounds spooky to some I know that we don't talk about that we want to be a, a tangible church where we can if I, I can see it if I believe it but faith is the substance of thing hoped for it's the evidence of things that you cannot see and by default we've been called as believers to live by faith to live a life in the unseen realm bringing manifestation to the from the unseen into the scene and so we are we are fighting against our oppositions that we cannot see but nonetheless we cannot we cannot yield we gotta forcefully I like the definition press we gotta move into position by force somebody say I gotta press I like how Paul the Apostle said it in Philippians chapter 3 verse number 14. That's where we'll kind of put our focus today. If you want a memory verse to go home and kind of meditate on, Philippians 3 and 14 is that verse. For the sake of unity, I want us to read that together. If you're watching live, go ahead and pull out your Bible and cue it up to, to Philippians 3 and 14. We're going to put it on the screen here so that we can follow along with it. But I want us to read that together in unison on the count of three. Are you ready? Oh, y'all ain't ready. Y'all ain't ready. Y'all ain't ready. Y'all ain't ready. Are you ready? Yeah. There we go. Here we go. Ready? One, two, three. I. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Now, y'all read that like, you know, we were kind of, you know, some of us got a third grade education and others may have made it through the fifth grade. Some of us struggling to get that degree. Whatever phase you're in of life, I want us to read it like we are confident in this word. Are y'all ready? Ready? Read. I pray. Uh Uh-huh. Of God. Where? In Christ Jesus. Some words stick out to me in that passage that I'd like to emphasize so that we don't miss the importance of what it takes to press into God's word. Words that stick out to me are press for the mark. That word mark lets me know that there is a finish line at the end. And though I may have to struggle for a little while, it won't be this way always. So for those of you that don't like to suffer, I like how the Bible says, though you have suffered for a little while. Somebody say you can make it a little while. You know, you know, don't be a quitter just because you feel a little pressure just because somebody talk about you just because somebody post something mean against you on the medias of socialness right don't get don't get all downtrodden in yourself because life is not t- not tulips but understand that it will have its end i like how the apostle said in the new testament but for this light affliction with working just for a moment somebody say it's got a it's got a, a expiration date This light affliction that worketh but for a moment, it worketh a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. So here's the point. If you can make it to the mark, then you're going to get your reward. I like that. Paul calls it a prize. I press for the mark for the prize. Somebody say, I'm going to get my reward. Well, that's not false because we understand that James told us that if any man comes to God, he must first believe that he is. But as much as he is, he's a rewarder to those that diligently seek him. If the stars are still up in the sky, at night if the sun is still shining by day and the moon by night just as sure as the God who created those things still give proof to his existence according to Romans chapter 1 and 20 then we must understand that just as sure as he is my reward exists just as well so if it's sickness that's plaguing your body you best believe there's a reward of healing that's promised to you if you're going through a tight season in your finances you best believe that that too shall pass because the wealth of the wicked has been laid up for the just all I'm trying to get you to see is this prize that God has for you it exists it is and it's available but you must press somebody say I gotta press no things are not going to be given to me easily I got to be willing to labor and this is a prize that's a, a, of a high calling but the high calling is not just haphazard it has a location it has a destination and it is called in Christ Jesus there it is again that's why I must live in the word I don't want to visit the word and visit the word when times get tough because I want to be familiar with the word so that when my prize come I don't miss it not realizing that this is what God has called me have you ever thought back over your life. I don't want to mess none of you up in your present situation, but you might think back over your life over that one that you let get away. Okay, I thought the delay was going to get, I figured that delay was going to get that couple in trouble. I want to talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's always one fish that we, you know, that if, if wonder what life would have been like had we not let that fish get away. Wonder what things would be. And I'm not trying to stir up no foolishness, but all I'm trying to get you to see is there are times that if we are not aware that we have a good thing, a song says, all at all, it seems to go, but you don't know what you got till it's gone. We don't want it to be our testimony in this season of new things where God is blessing us. He has great prizes and rewards in store for us but we miss it in the moment because we're not familiar with our living spaces. Somebody say, I better spend more time getting to know God's word 
instead of trying to figure out what the buzz is in the streets and in the city. Yeah, yeah, we got to make sure that we lock into the things of God because there's a reward that only comes if you are in Christ Jesus. Here's the problem that we find in this day, though. We find that the much of the opposition is from our own individual selves. It's not God. It's not that. It's not that husband you gave me, Lord. It's not that wife you gave me, as Adam would say. It's not them children that get on my nerve every day. I wish they would just grow up and move out, and then they grow up and move out, and you empty nested, and you want them to shrink down and move back. No, 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 no. But I like how old saints used to say, "It's me. It's me. It's me, oh Lord. I'm the one that's in the need of getting my." together because it's my will that is fighting against the word of God. Tell the truth believers, we're the ones that don't want to obey God's word in certain situations. Don't act like you don't know what, what, y'all, what I'm talking about. We get in situations when we know what God told us to do but we just don't feel like we ought to do it that way because we just, you know I'm tired of having to deal with your foolishness. We know what the word of God tells us but something about us just fights against God's word. It's our dwelling place but sometimes we choose to pack up and shift our residence from the place that God has called his word, the place that he created us to dwell in. I'll give you an example. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 5, verse number 39, that if somebody slapped you in your face, yes, I said it slapped you, not slapped you. I'm down here in South in Columbus, Georgia, not Columbus, Georgia, but Columbus, Georgia, where somebody slapped you. They don't slap you. They slapped you in your face, not face, but face. And if somebody slapped you in your face, the Bible says that you ought to offer them the other side of your face for them to slap again. How many of you would willfully allow somebody to slap your other side of your face? No, no, no. We don't want to do that. The word of God says to do that, but we don't want to do that. We'll even go to the extreme of changing. Let me see. That ain't what God meant in that text. By cheek, he meant the formulation of words. And if someone smites my words, I will not allow them to come against me. So I will continue to speak words and they will smite my word. But if that smite pass my word and catch my cheek, boom, don't you put your hands on God's anointed. Touch not. I'm t- <laughs> We'll fix it. We'll fix it. Why? We'll fix it because we don't want to do what God told us to do. The will of man is the greatest adversary. I know that Satan is the arch enemy of God, but the Bible declares that I saw Satan fall like lightning. Jesus came to destroy the very works of the wicked one and has made a place for us to dwell. That place is called the word. And so the enemy is not the victor in this season. He has already been defeated. But when he begins to show up in our lives does he sway us out of our position in the word and cause our will to be the adversary of our God keeping us out of our dwelling place called his word somebody say don't be the enemy of God's word no, don't be that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, because the Bible says in Isaiah 1, 19, you got to be willing and obedient in order to eat of the good of the land. Oh, we don't like to talk about will. We like to, we like to do it just because he said it. Well, I guess, you know, since God said it, I let you slap my other side of my face. But I'm envisioning you just, just killing everything about you when you touch the other side of my face. 
Let me make it even more. I'm going to make you even more uncomfortable in the house of God this morning. Bless his name. Hebrews 13 and 17 says that we ought to obey those who have rule over us. I know that January can't get here soon enough for some of, you know, citizens in the United States of America because it has just been pure de-Hades as we call it. Some of y'all use other words. has been Hades for 2020. 2020 since the last Last four years, I cannot stand what's been in leadership. And, and matter of fact, somebody went to this thing and said, ain't none of my prayers a dent. <laughs> my question is, well, where you live at then? <laughs> what, what, what nation you a citizen of? We don't, well, well, I'm, again, the point is not whether the person in rulership is good or not, but the fact of the matter is what the word of God says concerning that. And my point today is not to make you do it through December. <laughs> my point is to help us realize that sometimes we just don't want to do what God told us to do. And in those moments, in those moments, we got to rally ourselves and we got to press. We got to force ourselves to do what we don't want to do. We got to make sure that for the sake of the place that we've been afforded called the word of God, the realm that was created. I can't wait to deal with that. God, let me deal with it one day. The place prepared for us. We have to make sure that we realize that that's at stake before we didn't have an audience. We, like Adam and Eve, were displaced from the garden, from the place, the spot, the moment called Eden, the realm that God created for us and since we have sinned all and fallen short of the glory of God we still don't deserve a place but Jesus Christ hung bled and died watch he gave himself as a sacrifice so that we could live in him move in him and have our existence all I'm trying to get you to see is that though you don't want to do it you better press your way into it force yourself to do what God has called you told you instructed you to do two things are required in order for us to press into the word of God, press into the word of God. The first of which is sacrifice. Sacrifice is a requirement in order for you to press because oftentimes you're not going to want to and you're going to have to give up something. Somebody say, give up something. Sacrifice means to give up or offer up the sacred thing. Sacred means it's going to cost you something. It's going to cost you some time. It's going to cost you some value. It's going to cost you, it's going to cost you to give up what you want. Watch, here's what, here's what John Maxwell said. The law of sacrifice equates to you have to give up something in order to go up. Everybody wants promotion. Everybody wants that next job. But we want to do the same thing we have been doing all along while we enter into that next place. Well, that don't even make common sense. Before, you were over two people, and so your weekends belonged to you. But now they're going to put you over 20 or 50, 25, 50 people, and you expect to still have your weekend to yourself? Oh, now my weekend belong to me. Well, you should have you acknowledged that before you took that position because now you got weekend meetings. And watch, and they're paying you. They're not paying you because you're so great. <laughs> they could never, we, we do understand, they could never pay us our value. They can never pay us what we're worth, but what they're paying us for is to do what they asked us to do. And so if we accept that position of promotion, we're acknowledging you're not paying me what I'm worth, but you're paying me to get this job done. So if this job requires more of me, I got to give up to go up. The Bible declares John 3.16, this is a spiritual principle. For God so loved the world, he wanted them that were way down low, not anywhere in his realm. He said that, he said that God so loved the world that he gave. He didn't just 
frown about it, talk about it, complain to his boys about it. The Bible says that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him, since he gave him up, now we can go up. And now Ephesians 2 verse number 6 tells us that we have been raised up and made to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Not by any good that we've done, but because God gave up so that we could go up. Somebody say sacrifice. Sacrifice is fair. Sacrifice is fair. And so we must be willing to sacrifice if we are going to press into the word of God and receive the benefits that come, receive the prize that comes from the word of God. Verse uh, uh, number two, the second thing that we must be willing to, to embrace as a requirement to pressing is that we must understand that we got to be disciplined. Um, I'm using cussing words now. Discipline, discipline, discipline. Discipline means you are training yourself to commit to consistent behaviors. Now that word train is the word that throws us all off because we assume that to train means to teach. No, sir, no, ma'am. If training left off at teaching, then the world itself would be complete failure. Training is all about walking with you. Watch this. And when you mess up, not if, not just in case, training has the assumption and expectation that you're not going to get this thing right. Why? Because you ain't never been this way before. And so training says when you face the place that I know you're going to fail, that's when we're going to start dealing with it. When we face a situation that you don't want to do what God wants to do, yeah, we get excited when you give your life to Christ and everybody's high-fiving you, elbow bumping you and telling you, welcome to everything. It's going to be so wonderful. You gave your life to Jesus. Ooh, you part of us and we love you. And then them, the very ones that was telling you, ooh, Ooh, we love you. We're excited about you. They get to talk about, mm, always late to church. And you're confused. You know, you're new to things of God. You're like, hey, sis. Hey, bro, God bless you. Hey, hey, go on to your seat. We get confused because we assume that things are going to be easy, but it, it's, it's always anything of value is oppressed. Anything that, that is of value is costly. It's going to cost you something. So we must understand training deals with addressing those moments of error. And so we must be willing to embrace the discipline that in those moments, here's a phrase, we learn to tell ourselves no. We got to learn to tell ourselves, no. listen, when those moments come, we're going to want to leave the church. We're going we're gonna to want to change our membership. We're going to think that it don't take all that for God. We're going to assume that mm, maybe God ain't even, maybe God ain't even real. Maybe everybody can access God. It don't, maybe it don't even just take Jesus. Maybe, you know, maybe, maybe this science, Scientology thing is what it's all about. Maybe, maybe I believe in science. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we must be disciplined. We got to lock in. No, I'm, 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 I'm with you there, but I ain't with you here. I'm with you on that. But I'm, so, 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 so discipline demands telling ourselves no, no, no. What does no mean? No mean I want to do this, but I refuse to allow myself. Jesus said it this way in Matthew chapter 16, verse number 24. He says, if any man is going to come after me, somebody say he's talking about me. I ain't talking about you. I'm talking about me. If anybody, Jesus said, if you're going to follow me, what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to take up your cross First, deny yourself and follow me, which means as believers, there are going to be some things that we feel like we miss out on in the world. We got to be okay with that. Y'all, the world is tricky. It make it, it, make it seem like, you know, uh, 
it'll, it'll, it'll give you a little in certain areas to open you up to it, not realizing that it's really trying to take you out of your place of abode. That's why Jesus said, I ain't praying, Father, that you take them out of the world, but while they're in it, keep them from the evil of it, because that evil is trying to take them out. of It always has tried to take us out of our place of protection and abode while we're in this world. We've always been in the world, but not of it. And so we got to be disciplined. Somebody say, I got to be disciplined. Discipline also means that outside of telling yourself, no, you got you to gotta schedule the word of God into your life. When was the last time you read the Word of God? I mean, actually pulled out the Bible or the Bible app and intentionally, I ain't talking about some just the, the Bible app reminded you of your scripture of the day. See how I got you right there? You, you that wasn't a willful read. That was just, oh, 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 yeah, let me hurry up and get this in. No, 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 no. When was the last time we, and that's, that, if you're new, if you, boy, y'all gonna make me work. I'm, I'm trying to close. I'm getting ready to close. I'm trying to close. If you're new to the faith, absolutely. Set alerts, reminders to try and, you know, get you. But at some point, we got to grow up into the fullness. Well, I can't wait to, when I wake up, leave me alone. I got to get to my word first. Oh, look at that response right there. We want a desire within us that when we wake up, we're not in a hurry to see who liked our post, but we're in a hurry to see, God, what's on your heart for this day? God, who do you want me to touch? God, I'm going to work early today, and I know we're going to have this little meeting and so forth, and they're going to be talking about what's important to them. I know it's going to be a buzz about, you know, the election, and everybody's going to be excited, and, and some people are going to be mad, but that's an opportunity for me to be a light in the midst of confusion, in the midst of division, not for me to start, you know, you know, uh, uh, acting nasty, but for me to, to be excited about sharing you in the earth. Man, I, boy, I'm, 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 I'm overwhelmed by the response on this. You know, they thought I was going to come in here and say, good shot, he out of the oath, yes! <laughs> Y'all know I can't, yeah, my, my, I, I'm not a politician, so I can't, this is not what this is for, right? We're citizens and we vote and, and some may be excited, some may be sad. Y'all want to know who I voted for, don't you? <laughs> Y'all a trip. Y'all a trip. Y'all a trip. I ain't going to tell you because you, you want to pace me. Who I voted for is Jesus Christ. I give you a hint, though. I love to play. <laughs> Yeah, but that, that's not what this is for. Because in four years now, in four years, we might find ourselves in the same situation. You don't know what's going to happen. Don't know if Joe going to make it through. Don't know if Kamala going to have to step in. Don't know if either of them going to do what they said they were going to do. We hope. Don't know if, if, I, if President Trump is just going to act an absolute fool for, through the rest, to tear the thing up for the rest of the, the, the year. Now him, Joe. Don't know, we don't know. He might not even be able to fix the way the way, way President Lee. He might be. We might go into half of 2020 in the courts. Half of 2021 in the courts. I'm trying to figure. We y'all, we don't know. So we got to make sure that we abide in the Word of God. The Word of God was what kept us. When, when through, through the last four years, the word of God kept us before that uh, uh, eight years, uh, eight years, word of God kept us 
for that with President Bush uh, eight, eight years. Come on now. Come on now. Don't act like that. I, and I'm not, when you leave out here, you can do whatever you want to do, but I'm talking about it up in here. Here we're focused on the word of God because whatever fails us in the world, the word of God is a keeper. And so we want to make sure that we are sacrificial, that we have discipline. Because I like how we'll end it with what Paul said in Philippians 3 and 14. We press towards the mark for the prize of a high calling in Christ Jesus. There's a prize waiting for us. But that prize is in Christ. It's not in it's not in. You know, politics is not in, it's not in, you know, um, any agenda that may be pushed. And we have to be, we have to have a, and I don't want you to mistake, mistake me. We have to have a presence in those worlds. But we got to be like Hebrews 4 talks about, we're pilgrims in that land. We're just passing through trying to make a difference. Whatever y'all decide, you know, I, at the end, I'm going to say, if you, did, if, you, if you allowed my influence and my advisement to help you, I'm going to say, amen, praise God. But, but if, if, if you refuse to reject it, you know, the rain on you that drown you going to make my boat float. Wow, what a message. What a word, man. I just love God's word. It's so empowering, so impactful. It causes us to be exactly what God wants us to be. I hope you enjoyed that message. As a matter of fact, if you'd like to catch us via our live stream, you can do so by going to our website, www.michaelgrantministries.net, on Sundays at 11.30 a.m. or Tuesdays at 7.15 p.m., both Eastern Standard Time. Until next time, I pray that you stay strong in your faith and in all that God is speaking in your life, you have exactly what you say.